Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of Island Spot Sports. And before we get to our guest today, we have a big shout out for Living Sisu. Living Sisu is a platform and app that wants to give you all the tools to have success in your sport. Their main objective is to activate your lifestyle. So for active, it's for active people. Enjoy discounts at, at companies like BioSteel, 30% off, BodyLogics, the Goalie Guild, all his books are discounted. Roan, Lululemon for men, 20% off. Online stretching programs with Eccentrics, one full month free. They got super silent massage guns, 20% off those. And it's a great quality. It's way less expensive than a Theragun. And it's a great, it's great quality. So there's so many more discounts that you guys will need to just become a member to see. So they want to provide you with anything you need for success. So come join the community. I'm a part of it. A bunch of other athletes are a part of it. So it's free to join. It takes 20 seconds to have to get exclusive offers to your sport. And it's definitely worth worth it. So do do us a huge favor and go sign up for Living Sisu's membership. It's free, 20, takes 20 seconds. So go do it and we'll see you there. Living Sisu is a great company. We uh, we know one of the co-founders, Zach Fricali. He's a great guy. He uh, He's the co-founder and he does a lot of live streams on Instagram at, uh, at Living Sisu. And with a bunch of elite athletes and you learn a lot from like the athletes determination the resiliency everything to what me made them become successful so it's been a great experience so far so go on i'm gonna leave uh the link in the description so uh go sign up yo welcome back to another episode of on spot sports i'm jack and today's episode we are joined by a very special guest, former junior and college hockey goaltender, Metsy. Metsy played division three college hockey for a stint and is currently trying to work his way into the pro game. He, he has also spent time in juniors in Canada over the course of the last few years, had a stint in the BCHL, also playing the USPHL among some other leagues. So this is gonna be a really fun episode and a long episode in the making. So welcome to the show, Metsy. Thanks buddy, how's it going? going going good can't can't complain living the dream you know everything's going going well so far how about you good man everything's all right life could always be a little worse right yeah exactly yeah busy busy though but we're we're making the most out of it exactly well thanks for the introduction appreciate it i i actually have not played a division three game yet i'm uh i just aged out of junior last year so uh i'm working my way back up to college hockey but yeah. yeah you did play an exhibition game though right yes yeah yeah exhibition yeah. game um up in where um yeah things didn't go my way for injury wise but it is what it is so uh yeah it's, i'm glad to be on so thanks for having me out yeah yeah no problem so uh can you give like our viewers like a little background information on yourself like what got you into the game of hockey and like what youth hockey was like for you growing up? Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I started hockey uh, late than others. Actually, about, I started skating when I was about 10. Um, and I did, played organized hockey the following year. Um, I was a forward at first, and I, I sucked at it. I remember a coach had to tape. Uh, he taped my hands to a stick because I was always holding the stick with one hand. Right? So... Um, and I would always watch the goalie in practice and just uh, try to imitate him. Um, 
and then the following year I switched to being a goaltender. Uh, so organized hockey, played local minor hockey here till I was uh, in midget. Um, I never played uh, like triple A hockey or double A hockey growing up. It was always single A. I was a fat, chubby kid. I, I peaked. I was like 230 pounds at 5'10". So it's not a good look. It's a baby blue whale out there. But um, so after that, I left Notre Dame out in uh, Wilcox, Saskatchewan. So it's like a, the Shattuck St. Mary's in Canada. Um, yeah. So I was, it was a good time to grow up and mature and um, play hockey with a lot of great guys. So uh, played hockey there and then uh, played a season of um, – junior b hockey after that we had a stint in the mj um the following season had a stint in the bc ended up in the usphl with uh wisconsin and the following year i was uh i was again i was uh i started off tier two in canada where the coach actually he's in jail right now i believe he uh interesting uh, yeah it was really interesting yeah that's kind of yeah so so after that, I left that um, team and went to, uh, came back home. Uh, and it was COVID year, so in Canada, there's a bunch of puppets running the government, so they shut everything down here. So uh, I was looking for a team. So my buddy had a USPHL team. We weren't any good. I mean, we were like second last place all year, but it was a place to play, right? So Yeah, yeah it's uh, a place to play, and you're playing. So it's exactly, all that matters. 100%. So... So I went down to Rochester, Minnesota, and uh, played a season there. Um, so it was fun. Um, we lived in uh, an apartment with a bunch of boys, so that was an experience too. So yeah, it was, it was a fun time, right? Junior hockey, oh, living yeah. life with uh, there's no uh, no responsibilities, no nothing, right? Wake up, go to, go play hockey, and work out. That's about it. Yeah, ho- hockey and working out—that's all. That's all there is to it. And that—that's the life you want. You want to live, not not go to exactly. school or anything like that, and have like all those responsible responsibilities, but just have hockey and working out. That—that's the life right there. Right on. Yeah, exactly. Can't complain. Um, so yeah, after that, uh, I actually didn't have a college commitment. Um, I hired an advisor, so we got talking to a couple of colleges, a few uh, Division three. Uh, colleges but there's nothing really just set in stone for um it was like my, my team was uh, they were we were bad as a group um just in general for skill wise i mean we were a real young team we were good yeah. skill wise but it was just a young team and i was actually fortunate enough to be named captain of that team so um but you just, don't hear that very you know, often no you don't but you know average game you face 50 shots and uh, and the game you do face 20 shots 10 of them are breakaways right so it's just so um i remember one game within the first five minutes of the game i had two uh three three on uh, two on o's so wow. on the third on Where, the third one d- defense is non-existent there yeah no exactly so but you can't really blame them too right first year second year junior players so they've got a lot yeah. of growing up to do um, 18, 17, 18 year olds, but um, that's when I, I'm not sure if you saw that video where I chucked the net off. And yeah, yeah. So that was a game. There's only so much you can take at times, right? But yeah, did you just but, throw it off? Or did you were you facing about a face like a three on hour or something like that, and you just threw the net off? Like what happened? There? Right, it was like a two on zero, and 
for the past two plays, these guys, I saved the first, uh, no, the first one they scored on the second one I saved. And the third one, it was just like, I had enough of this. So I just turned around and chucked it. Um, but you have to save the penalty shot on that. Otherwise you look like a big dork. Did you? <laughs> right, and, so obviously you saved the penalty shot, right? Right. Yeah. Right. So that's actually probably one of my strong suits in the game is breakaways. Um, or, so you're, you're not afraid up, to so. take that, take that risk and go in for the penalty no. shot. No, I'm confident in that because I, I do like to poke check. So, you know, you just got to manage your uh, depth control or whatever, right? So you, guys, yeah. you, you know how it is as a goaltender. So if you, if you give the player too much room, he's going to go left or right. And, and if you back up too quickly, he's going to shoot, right? So you just got to manage that. And I love to poke check. So players don't usually expect that. So. And then when they yeah, do but, start. But you miss, you miss the poke check and it's pretty much an automatic goal at that point. Right. So that's why when you uh, do poke check and they start picking up on it, you just do a fake pokey. And I've, I've seen so many guys just lose hand a little puck. Because, you know, but. So, yeah. Um, uh, and I found a college team up here in Canada, went there. It didn't work out. Uh, there was about three guys there um, at the time. And played, uh, you know, there was an exhibition game we dressed for, I dressed for. And, uh, the coach brought in that well in Canada it's it's different where if you play pro hockey you can uh, play college hockey again yeah um, you can come back to play college and like the NCAA and uh, so he brought in a goalie from the SPHL so I kind of saw the writing on the wall after that and uh, so I left that came home and uh, just looking for a spot for next year. I'm talking to a couple of colleges in the U.S. and uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Well, good luck with that with that journey Thanks, to buddy. college hockey and see uh see where it takes you because it's a uh, it's an interesting path no matter what. For sure, no, it is. Um, it's not definitely where I want to be hockey wise right now. I mean, yeah. But again, it's it's uh, giving me the the opportunity to take a step back and look at a bigger picture of just. Uh, um, you know, hockey is all about having fun, and sometimes you get too serious and too wound up in it, right? Yeah. So, uh, you're picking up beer leave, uh, going out for a team here. It's just, it showed me that, that you know, I'm relaxing. And so, yeah. And then I, I did, I, I had a lingering hip injury that started a couple of years ago, and I kind of left it on the back burner for, I would just roll it out and, you know, it would feel better and then get tight again. And, um, this summer, I actually, so I'm fortunate enough and blessed to skate with like, uh, local NHL guys here in Canada over summer, so like Matt Purcell and Ryan Nugent Hopkins and all those guys here have trained. They're from Vancouver, so I skated every single day, you know, for the month of July and August, uh, Monday to Friday, and that really tore down the hips, and which was probably a mistake, but how could you say no when you're skating with, like, you know, bars yeah. in, whatever you're in, uh, Connor Bedard's out there, and uh, I mean that kid is just—he's—he's he's legit. Um, so, regardless, uh, yeah, so I had a hip injury and uh, uh, blew up the hip, and it was just not good. So, I took some time off uh, ice rehabbing and whatever. And uh, first skate back, I, uh, one of the first skates back, I dislocated my shoulder. So. Oh. Get, get down with one injury and then re-injure right. or injure re some, something else. Exactly. So it's uh, – but we're slowly getting back into it. I've been – I had two skates since 
that uh, dislocation. So starting to feel somewhat normal, but it's yeah. just still not a, not at the peak. Yeah, absolutely. And just like what what was like the process like with the hip injury to like to like help yourself like recover from that injury because that's a that's a pretty big that's a pretty big injury, especially like oh, since right. goaltending has everything to do with the hips and uh the you're and when you go on the, down in the butterfly it's not a normal position so that no. takes a lot on your hips and butterfly like everything so like what what was the process like to get back into the game well as you know you know the human body is not made to move like a goaltender yeah right? so it's very uh it's uh i wish i knew this earlier all the stuff i know now about rehabbing and whatnot and keeping up with your body um but Fortunately, I didn't need surgery, which was uh, a blessing. That, that's uh, so, a big. That's a big plus. Uh, right, a huge, huge plus. Because otherwise, that would have been, uh, you know, it could have been. But when I did go to the physiotherapist, she's like, if you, um, you know, if you kept this up or whatever, I mean, you would have no, I've been, you wouldn't be able to play hockey no more. It's just, um, you know, it's just over time, the tissue just gets torn, right? So it's, yeah. Um, and even now, walking. It's getting better, but even walking, I'd be walking fine, and then all of a sudden, just stop dead in the tracks because it's just the hip pains, just it's too much, right? And so I, I have followed uh, somewhat of uh, DK mobility. I know you had him out, so DK yeah. mobility is the hip stuff, and there's a Maria. Mountain his stuff works wonders. Does it? I haven't bought his program, but I've just uh, I've seen his a uh, couple of his hip stuff in Maria Mountain. I've uh, I've I use her program too, so. Uh, there's there's that and the, uh, going to the physiotherapist regularly and uh, that's helped a lot too and ice baths is actually a huge bonus because that reduces inflammation a lot it's tough to start but they're yeah. they're huge yeah it's it's at least you're uh in that recovery phase or pretty much done with that recovery phase and just got to work on work right. on getting the hips hips mobile again and just getting into the butterfly position and all that Right, exactly, and it, uh, I'm hoping that it, we can make this through, and I'm sure we can, you know, you just got to put in the work, but it's, yeah. uh, I like to run lots too, and I don't know, usually it's uh, contradicting to run long distance and play hockey at the same time, right, because we're not built for, Yeah. but, uh, so I, I usually have my trainers harp on me for that, but, so I, I recently haven't really done long distant running, but you know, uh, I haven't run over 10 kilometers or 13, 15 is the max. But yeah. uh, the hip can keep up with that. So I think we're in the right direction. Hey, that, that's a plus. That's one thing going for you. You just got to get the next right. thing and then keep, keep, uh, keep going from there and just keep working that hip and don't stop uh, their physical therapy and all that. And just keep uh, stretching out your hip because that's all you can do at that point. Right. So how's uh, I know you're a cross country runner, right? Yeah. So how do you find that while playing hockey? Uh, I, I, th- I think I, th- I honestly think it helps because like, yeah. like, cause running long distance like helps with endurance and like you get That's... a lot of endurance. So like when I'm on the ice, like doesn't matter how long I'm out there, like I, I'm still able to, to keep up with the game and not get tired. And so I think, I honestly think it helps. I only run exactly. like probably four to five miles average right now. So like, that's like the perfect like mix right now right. of just 
getting staying in shape and like really good shape and having that good endurance as well. Right. I, you better the nail on the um, head right there. It's just, I, I find it that it helps with endurance too. Um, like over summer when we're training and we got a bike test or something, right. And you got to bike five miles and yeah. whatever, whatever was the thing. So, uh, you know, I'm one of the, and you're, I was beside NHL guys and, you know, finishing with, uh, times that some of the you know fittest NHL guys are doing and I'm you know I'm not the fittest guy around right but uh, you know it, it, it definitely helps when you have a tank for endurance and running uphill and for yourself um yeah oh it's good yeah and like I could definitely notice when I stop running like uh for like a week break like I can definitely notice it on the ice as well like you just get like, tired quicker but like when I'm running like every day like that's right. when that's when like the endurance is top notch and I can go on for days if I wanted to. I was hurting bad this, uh, not last week, but the week after it was one of my first skates. Oh, my first skate back from the shoulder yeah. injury. And, um, so it's getting back on the routine. Was it two minutes into it? I was just on one knee and it was, this is a game, a purely game I was filling in for, right? So when Puck was down there, I was, I was grasping for air, but it's, uh, it's, it's kind of, uh, surprising we're not in the routine how quickly yeah. and far back you can fall behind but the beauty of it is that you can climb back up pretty quick too right once you just yeah stick once you climb. get once you put your mind to it like that's right. that's the perfect time to get back to it and like get your body feeling what feeling really good and get your get yourself in shape as much as you can and it'll you'll definitely see the you'll definitely see the benefits on the ice as well oh for sure yeah, no, it's good. I, I, I do like uh, uh, me being, you know, at one point about two hundred thirty pounds off in hockey. So working out is huge for me. I can I gain weight fairly easily. So if I don't keep up with it, yeah, yeah, and it and it helps with goaltending too when you're working out and lifting the weights because it all it all transfers uh, on the ice if you're doing it right. Right. The thing that I, I at this point that I'm battling right now is. Uh, walking into the gym and my trainer goes uh he's actually a top-notch guy uh he runs uh, precision hockey development so he's yeah. he's legit he's legit like the stuff that he's doing is uh you know gary roberts yeah um who trains all those energy so he's uh he's doing stuff like gary roberts is and um same results but it's like a fraction of the price and you know i mean for the summer I, he doesn't even charge me anymore but He's just, a, he's a legit dude. Um, but he, he get harps on me because, you know, as a goaltender, you're not supposed to be benching heavyweights or, you know, it's just 135 and just for speed, right? Because yeah. do so sometimes hard when you get to the gym and you see other guys lifting 225 and you put 225 on them and you go for it. And it's like, and he's on there and he chews your butt out, right? So, yeah. But, it's all about it's all about speed at the goaltending position, just being able to be explosive. So you don't right. really have to go heavy. You just gotta go light and do a do a lot of reps, do it fast and just and just get on out of there. Do your work exactly. and get out get on out. Hundred percent, right? That's exactly exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah, exactly. So, so like how's how's men's league for you? Cause that's a that's a whole different breed of hockey. You know what? At first I didn't like it. Um it was just, it was just, 
it's competitive. Uh, because you know, I, I guess it's a decent level that we're at for, for my team's at right now. But you always uh, got those those weirdos that think they can fight everyone. So those oh, a, mid, midnight games and everyone's just trying so, to fight. There's so many mutts out there that think that they're like playing this down the top. It's just I had this one guy. This is the game actually I dislocated my shoulder. It's fine. Tripping back and forth all game, right? And it's just uh, in round three, it's if you team gets a penalty, penalty shot. So yeah, I just dis- dislocated my shoulder on the penalty shot, reaching for a club save, which is whatever. So, um, and uh, another thing I, I should have known better from this hip injury and whatever is warming up before games. You know how beer league is, they don't, you know, yeah. don't up, right? So, I gotta do this, but, I gotta do a warm up every single time I get on the ice, right? Which, I should have done there, but I showed up like five minutes to the game too, right? And it's just so whatever. So we get uh, this guy's just chirping me on and on, and uh, I can, you know, I can hang with the best of them for chirping. So I'm, yeah. you know, I, I, I pride myself in that, like, so it's not too bad. So this guy's just chirping and giving it to me, and uh, and I also like, you know, your defenseman's behind the net trying to skate up or a wheel or whatever he's trying to do. Um, break out. Uh, the guys usually like to stand on top of your crease. So I like to face out, yeah. like, you know, stand him up a bit, right? And, uh, well, this guy just gives me a shot right to the chest. I give it right back to him. And we're going back and forth all game. And uh, if they're in front of me, I'm not a tall goalie. He's a 5'10", right? So yeah. giving, them, giving them a stick to the... Um, shins or uh little back or the occasional love tap to the to the jock area right to the love sack but nothing yeah. um, nothing too major that the kid's down or guy's down on his knees but um this guy just turned around and just started giving to me just absolutely ripping into me and so i turned around and i just i'm like buddy you're paying to be here and i got asked to be here like stay in your boots right and it's just you should have seen a look on this guy's face it was just but He's yeah, probably, probably, he's probably <laughs> you didn't have to pay for this. Yeah. There's a there's a lot of mutts out there that think that they're um our last game just got uh I guess you can see a decent goaltender uh in beer league when you see one just doing warm up skating yeah. around. So they have this one goon on it's just absolute idiot and uh, you know, no visor, no nothing, two fifty pounds, six two overweight. And uh, a decent hockey player. I mean, he had decent hands for a really guy. Yeah. Maybe a minute into the game, pucks in our zone, pucks behind the net, runs me over. Like, skates and just body checks me, runs it. So I fall back. Luckily, I didn't, I didn't get hurt too bad. And um, I get up and obviously to get a penalty shot, we score. Well, a minute later, another guy does the same thing to me, runs me over again. So our team's obviously the first time they were heated too, and they got heated this time too. And that's just what started all the whole game, just back and forth, slashes. Our guy, after our, our guy, their guy ran me over the second time. He, he had the puck. So he took a slap shot or just a rear shot and wired it right at the goalie, right? So their team didn't like it. And uh, the ref thought, I've never seen a ref ever do this. He took the puck, chucked it against boards, and he skated off, right? Threw, off, threw his helmet, and it was, a, it was a sight to see. Well, the funniest part is, Literally, like 30 seconds later, he comes back on the ice. Are you guys ready? Play yet? Right? And I guess he just needs a breather. <laughs> so, so yeah, grab, rage, grab, a, grab a drink of water and then uh, cool off right, a little bit. Right. So, 
I've never seen a referee rage quit like for like I don't know 30 seconds or whatever so he, he was back at it and uh, uh, so the guys cooled down he thought everything was okay so then you know there's about two minutes left into the game and uh, one of our guy yells hey buddy do you still you know because he was chirping is still going back and forth all game uh, so then he gives him he's like buddy do you live in your mom's basement or something right something stupid like that so the guy and the, my buddy's on the bench and he skates this defenseman turns around and starts punching him on the bench well after that you know all the the uh, line brawl uh, benches cleared line brawl I go challenge the goalie for a fight their players don't like it um so this number 10 comes out of nowhere and he uh I'm looking one way and he comes and he just square right to the jaw just punches well, me right? blindsides you but exactly just blindsides me and then uh I was so dumbfounded, right? Like, what even happened? So, um, it didn't hurt or nothing. I mean, whatever. It was just a soft punch. I'm sure my grandma could punch harder. But um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and then our guys obviously go at him and uh, take him down or whatever. And so, bench is clear. The other referee from the other rink had to come over and help out and you know uh, the front desk and had to break it up. So this goes on for a few minutes and punches swinging everywhere. And uh, finally, when they finally had everything under control, the number 10 comes over to me. He's like, sorry, man. Sorry, I didn't mean to punch you. We grabbed him by the helmet right here. Like, sorry, man. And then he's like, unless you want to go again. Right. And then he takes my helmet off. I mean, it's just like, what a, he was just a total dork. Um, yeah. It's not cool. And then at the end of it, to top it off, he points at me from across the ice. It's you, that guy in the blue. He started it all. Like, wow, total mud. Yeah, I don't think I don't think you started it. He's one who punched no. you. Right, right. It was it was a complete. He had IQ of a seven. I mean, it just combined seven. I mean, I would be embarrassed to be that guy's child. Some, some of the some of these guys think they think they're so tough, and then when it actually like comes down to it, like oh, a lot of them either do something or they skate away. Right, right. Like I've had oh. I've had plenty of times where it's like guys are trying to wheel behind the net, and like I'm staying like in front of the crease, like just giving my team some space. Right. It's like, what are you gonna do, goalie? And I'm like, dude, like I'm just playing the game. I'm just playing the position. Like, what are you what are you doing? Like, why are you wasting your time chirping out of something stupid right right exactly and usually when they're that i like to you know the simplest chirp that i i think that ticks most people off is um you suck at hockey like, what are you even doing out here it just you know even beer league which just sets them off so much and um and three on three we're playing on a smaller rink so it's like yeah. you know you, you can be louder and they can hear you in the board so if they mess up the pass or whatever i, I just like to give it to them um yeah, it just keeps it fun, right? Keeps entertaining. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You had, go ahead. I've only had one guy. Um, I've never chirping that he ends up scoring, and uh, this guy was—I would say he was—he was standing back door and got like a back door feed in. But this guy, yeah. I've never seen seen a guy celebrate so hard. I mean, you know, jaw dropped for this that he finally scored, and but whatever. Oh, I, I've had I've had something similar. It was a it was like a tap in, like oh tic tac toe play, like tap in, right. and like he taps it in, and then 
and then like celebrates hard and says you suck to me right. i was like i was like buddy is it happen like you just, right. you just got you're just in the luckiest spot right now you're just in the right. one spot the puck goes to and then you you manage to say you suck right and then like i get up and like go towards him throw throw a blocker a little bit and then he throws like a flying elbow at me as the ref gets in the in between us so it's like you're gonna protect yourself by throwing an elbow when the ref's between us and i like i was like dude that's that's pretty cheap and then and then he Very scores cool. he scores again because uh, it hit like gets deflected twice hits him in the head and goes in and he celebrates so hard as dude you got you just got lucky and that's the day yeah. I blew out. I blew out my hamstring that day too, oh, a little geez. bit. No. So like, I was like, I was playing literally half that game with a pulled hamstring. Right. So I was like, I was like, buddy, you guys barely won, and I have a pulled hamstring right now. Like, you're not special. And the thing that I find the most intriguing about these guys is so-called tough Tommy tough guys. Um, they're the guys with the cages talk the most. Oh, right. Yeah. It's just reason they know that they can't get clocked right and it's just like do you want to go do you want to go and it's just like yeah take a cage off and then then we'll go right right but they won't you take a couple, cage off in a couple of minutes like take the whole uh concussion or um, cage off i don't know what i was trying to say yeah it's a it's a definitely an interesting breed men's league hockey it is there's a there's a mix of them you know there's a couple of good guys that yeah, uh, you know, uh, I like to talk to, and it's uh, it you know, you make good conversation with them throughout yeah. the game and make a save or whatever, and they like, said, you know, whatever, and between plays, talking, but then there's other just complete morons who who think that they're still in their prime, you know. Most of the, the ticked off guys are like the 40 year old and unhappy marriages that you mm-hmm. know, yeah, or whatever, and let their anger out, but. The, the, the best yeah the best chirps that like will get guys going is i've done more with my hockey career than you ever have and i'm 21 already when I, when I tell guys that they show up that's all right yeah they just, they just get uh they don't like they don't like when i when i say that i haven't used that one yet next year you should that's a good one yeah that's a new one to add to the list there we go right on um yeah no guys are they're just complete morons yeah absolutely do you have any uh good stories of juniors like that where guys are just trying to give it to you and you give it back to them yeah i posted actually a tiktok on it on fucking say um i that kind of blew up there was uh we were in steel county and uh i uh I gave the guy uh, a lock tap, just, you know, a little tap, tap to whatever yeah. back. And I'm all, it was going on game, all game. And uh, he, this guy was like over six feet. So, you know, looking around him is kind of hard, right? So yeah. you got to do, do something to get your advantage. And uh, um, so uh, it was the second, third period I gave it to, gave just a gentle one to his nuts, right? Nothing, nothing major, just a little like, hey, buddy, I'm behind you. Let's get out of my way. Yeah, and he turns out. Thank goodness it didn't hit me right in the um, right in the love maker, but it was just he hit me right in the um, uh, thigh, and he just speared oh. me. Right, turned around and speared me, and uh, but you no, know, 
for chirping wise, there hasn't been, um, there hasn't been too much. Uh, I mean, you chirp, but it, it's a little harder. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, nothing that I can really think on top of my head. I mean, there's always a, a little, you know, back and forth that you always have with guys, but nothing, yeah. nothing like there's in beer league. Not nothing like beer league. That's no. for sure. Yeah, do you have any? But, uh, I do not. Just, just like the, just like the chirps after I like give a give a guy a, like a little slash in the back of the leg, like when they're in my crease, making them know that I'm there, and get out of my crease, or if they're still in there, though, like probably to the lower back area, like a blocker right. shot. And then at that point, they usually turn around and give you, give me a slash or I, or you just, or they gr- try to grab you and you grab them. And so I have more penalties as a goalie than I ever did as a forward. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah. And it's just, just because like, it's either like, it's mainly just roughing penalties. Cause they'll just like go at you after that. And like, right. I'll, I'll like grab them and go at them and just like nothing major, just little small things like that. Cause they get, they get annoyed that even though they're in your crease and the ref sometimes yell at me for it too. And it's like, they're in my crease and I'm, I'm five ten, So I need, so like, I'm not the biggest guy. So, and there's like six guys that are like six, three, six, four trying to block my way. So I'm going to, I'm going to get them out of my way so I can actually see the puck. And I refs don't usually like that. And they just give, at least they give both of us a penalty but there's been times where I've just gotten the penalties too. And so, but it just depends on the, depends on the ref, honestly. So uh, we actually, uh, I just remembered one incident. This is in Spooner, Wisconsin. So it's like uh, in the uh, team that plays in the SIJHL. Um, so we were there last year and uh, I didn't play that game because it was my, we had three goalies. I actually know in Rochester, we had four goalies. Um, me and the other guy, uh, one of the other guy, Crystal, he actually just uh, aged out a junior this year. Um, he played in the NA3 this uh, this past season, but um, we were we would switch games back and forth. Start, yeah. he would start, but I uh, we would never back up again. So rarely was I ever on the bench except for playoffs. Yeah. Uh, was I? So they would put the other two. Um, actually, no, we had five goalies. So we had five goalies, and uh, yeah, practice was a gong show, but. You know, sometimes in practice, it would just be me and him sharing one night on one side and three on the other side. Um, yeah. But so it was one kid's birthday or whatever. I know. I think it was Crystal. Crystal was playing. Um, so I was backing up. not backing up. So I was up in the stands. How bummed. Um, all right. As a 21-year-old. Jeez, but whatever. This uh, uh, one guy, my teammate, Isaac, he fights and gets kicked out of the game. So we obviously go up and stand up on the benches together. Yeah. And uh, well, we look over and these other guys were in the moose are right beside us and uh, not too far. And we're obviously chirping down there at the third team and they're chirping yeah. at us. And uh, we were in that goalie's piece in that ascension. You can go and stand like right behind the goalie. Right? Yeah. And just absolutely rip into him, right? So I was giving it to him all, all game. And we were down by one goal. And... Uh, we scored with like five seconds left, um, right through his five ultimate, right? And oh. Picture perfect goal. So uh, you can imagine we're just up there, just absolutely ripping into this guy, right? Closer five old buddy. And he only played three games all season. So we're telling like, you know, you, 
you're only here because your daddy's got money, right? Daddy's money plan, right? Just, just absolutely letting him out. And so him letting that go was not, you know, something I, his most uh, proud moment ever either. But uh, so these guys on their team acting like bullies come up and they just start ripping into us too. So then we're ripping into it. And uh, it was cold in that rink. So, you know, I didn't have my, I had, I was just, just in my suit. So I didn't have my wearing jacket on and uh or a coat jacket on and uh so i was kind of sh- a little uh, shivering a little and uh so we got a little busy it was like kid you not it's probably like 34 35 degrees in that rank like cold right so it's just like when you're in a thin suit it's, it's nothing so yeah um uh, and uh so they just we just started ripping into each other and uh you know, you you suck, and it actually carried on to the next game when I got I, I played too with that one guy number five, and it kind of sucks because I got yanked within the first three minutes of the game, but but not a good um, look, not a good look, no, not a good look. But uh, and it's funny because that was a game that actually uh, Michigan State was watching, so I don't know if it was just in the head or whatever, but <laughs> but uh. Yeah, so that was probably the only moment that we kind of where we got really heated. Um, yeah, I know in Wisconsin. Um, oh, actually, you know what? I got a great story from uh, Rum River and uh, so it's just again we're up in the uh, stanchions and Rum River is like a bunch of it's like another redneck town, which is awesome. Yeah. Right? I, I, I love the country so. Um, and so again, there are extensions up here, and we're, we're right up here. And there's actually a girl that uh, uh, there's uh, met somebody met online, you know, swiping or whatever on uh, yeah. whatever. So she, she came to the game, catfished hard. I mean, you know, this is like on the picture, she, she looked decent in, in real life, and um, so she uh, she never walked to us but she was at the game so she kind of was keeping her distance far and you can just see she was just beat up right so i it's actually funny i had another teammate of mine who we didn't know and he's like do you see that that girl is like beat up pretty pretty and i was like i guess so right now i mean i got nothing again whatever so to each their own um and well it turns out as the game goes on um she, at least nobody's interacting with her, so she ends up leaving the car. She sends this uh, guy a snap, and it's a bunch of cocaine, and it's like, do you want some? Right? What and the it's just fuck? Like, right, it was just like one of those things. So um, that was, that game is probably one of the, one of the most, because we also got it with the guys. Uh, Wisconsin is one of the top teams, as you know, and uh, yeah. so we would, you know, every game we would win, and uh, I, the fans don't, care for that so when you're up in the stands dressed up in your suit and tie you know the fans know you're part of the other team right so we're just in these with these in these redneck towns and small country towns the best part about it is the whole town comes out and it's like a friday night saturday night we have the beer garden going right so there's a guy they're up there drinking beers and you know getting hammered at it so you know just it's so much fun it's, when you start chirping those guys you know how drunk guys are or chirping yeah. back and, and it's just like a classic chirp that I like is uh, uh, you're you know you're forty drunk at a at a junior game like what's wrong with your life right and just give it to him and 
So that was that was another moment where we got in in the fans. Um, yeah, and chir- yeah, chirping yeah. chirping's the best when, uh, especially in junior hockey. Oh yes, it is. Yeah, in junior. I mean, I don't really have any on ice moments where I was chirping the guys where it turned. I mean, there's obviously those one liners or whatever like it yeah. startle guys or whatever, right? but nothing major where it turned out to like a fight. Um, but with fans, I remember uh, also my first game back in Wisconsin uh, when I was playing for Rochester. I mean, you can just imagine the second last place team playing against the first place team. You already know what the outcome is, right? So we weren't doing too good. And again, these rinks are built where the guys are standing right above you. Yeah. And uh, just ripping into ripping into me. So I turn over and I you know, splash water at them, right? Or whatever, just get, get them going. And uh, probably not the smartest thing to do, but uh, you know, and they start peeking back. And then, so that's probably- You're putting on a show. Right, you got to put on a show. Even if you're losing, you got to put on a show. And uh, yeah, exactly. The most wild place for an opposing goaltender to play uh, in a barn that I played in would be. I'm not sure if you heard of the team OCN. Yeah. Was mm-hmm. um, so it's their home rank out in Manitoba, and it's uh, that again is like a First Nations Reserve type area. Um, yeah. And I, you know, so. They're fan- again, this is the only rink in Canada where I've known where the fans can sit like right, right on top of you. Like, so it's not like you know, like most of these rinks are built where the fans are like behind you, but this yeah. rink is built where, where like almost legit, like right on top of you. Yeah, and these fans they get like they get wild, like they're in one every night. So there's guys spitting on opposing goalies and like throwing beer cans at them, and you know, so it's that's a it's usually a rough night for the opposing goalie. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's that, that's that's rough. But it's like you live for those moments in juniors, and oh, yeah, well, for then sure, when, right? when when you live when you get out of juniors, like you realize how like dumb some of those things were, and like you're like, wow, right. like that's that's what went on in junior hockey. Right. I mean, when we finished the OCN game, me and my buddy were walking out, and we saw that uh, again. You know. They did something and I took my water bottle and sprayed it on them, right? Yeah. Um, but we were walking out together and we spotted one of the guys that was heckling up there. He's acting like a total tough guy, right? So we walk up to him and uh, we're like, so what was your problem? Like, you can say it to her face now, right? He's like, you get any closer, I'm telling cops on you guys. He's like, they're such like keyboard warriors, but in real life. Easy. Right? Right. Easy. Exactly. Like as a definition of a keyboard warrior, like in real life, it's just like better your fucking believe. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like those are those are some funny moments though, that you live for in juniors. But uh, I know we both got to get going here soon, so yeah. I have one more question for you. So, uh, what's been what's your favorite pump up song? Like you're like you're DJing the boys, like you're uh, listening to this before pregame warmups. Like, what are you listening to? Oh, you gotta go, Young Gravy. It's, it's, oh, yeah. it's, uh, it's a that's a good song or uh what's that big booty mix on soundcloud oh, you yeah. can't go wrong with those two yeah you, you but, can't uh, you um, cannot go wrong with any of those no um but i'm a huge country guy so country Me music too. Uh, yeah so who's your favorite country artist it's it's gotta be the newer country uh thomas Rhett or uh luke combs as well yeah no they're good uh, newer country is good i I'm a Morgan Wallen fan. Some people yeah. don't think he's country, but Morgan uh, Wallen. I was good. I was listening to Morgan Wallen uh, yesterday. Came out in, in the, the in the in the on the radio in the car. 
yeah, no, he's good stuff. Um, and there's a bunch of other, uh, you know, not huge guys. Is like Kip Moore. I'm not sure if you heard yeah. of him. Yeah. Um, I like him. And so yeah, no, my playlist is 99% country and the odd, like, yeah, young gravy or uh, whatever. So, but yeah, yeah same, no. same here. But country is country is definitely the way to go. Right. No, it is for sure. Maxi, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate your time. I want to wish you the best of luck with everything going forward. And I look for look forward to following your career the rest of the way. Yeah. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Let's maybe do this again one day.